Coming up on today's Locked On Big Ten, the first college football playoff rankings, the surprises, and how things will help out the Big Ten down the road if teams keep winning, of course. I'll get to it all here. You're listening into Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every single weekday. I'm Nate Dickinson, and on today's show, I'm here to break down everything in the top 25 from the first official rankings release from the College Football Playoff Committee. The committee lets us in on what they're thinking about where everyone stacks up in the nation in college football and will take it and try to decipher what it means for Big Ten teams going forward. Michigan State's in the top four. Ohio State just out. Michigan still in the top 10 and a whole lot there at the bottom of the top 25 too. How does it all matter? We'll, we'll talk about it all right now. We thank you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every single weekday. When you're done here, be sure to make your second listen Locked On, well, whatever your school is around the Big Ten. The Locked On Big Ten podcasts fill you in on everything that you need to know around the conference with your team in particular. So once you're done learning about everything going on around the Big Ten here, you can head on over to whatever team it is that you follow and follow their podcast too for a more in-depth look. Well, again, not taking up too much of your time, a half hour or less every weekday to stay up to date. All right, let's talk college football playoff rankings. Michigan State comes in at number three in the initial rankings to lead out the Big Ten. Here's how things play out as far as where Big Ten teams are mapped out in the top ten. At the top, Georgia number one, Alabama two, then you have the Michigan State team at three. Oregon comes in at number four, just above Ohio State. Committee cites that that head-to-head win over Ohio State is enough to put them over the Buckeyes for now. We'll talk more about that in a minute, of course. Number five, Ohio State, is followed by number six, Cincinnati. Chat about that, too. And then number seven, Michigan, right after that. Big Ten takes a pretty big break all the way down the rankings up until number 20, when not Wisconsin, not Iowa, two teams who were ranked in the AP polls in previous weeks, but Minnesota takes the next ranking in the top 25 of the College Football Playoff Committee at number 20. The Gophers are followed up by the Badgers at, 20, 20, at 21 and then Iowa at 22. So three Big Ten West teams all in a row, three Big Ten East teams all in the top 10. What does it all mean for the Big Ten Conference going forward? Let's start at the top, of course. Michigan's at number three. They're undefeated, obviously, if they win out they're going to be fine as far as the college football playoff is concerned. This 4-5 debate is obviously interesting between Oregon and Ohio State. The general idea right now is as long as Ohio State wins out, it still controls its own destiny on the national stage. I feel like everyone thinks that with the Big Ten Championship, that one loss Ohio State team, even if Oregon wins out, would be able to jump the Ducks. Now, I don't know if you can talk about whether or not that's fair or not. That's it. Up for discussion another day, and probably another day on this podcast, honestly. It's something we'll have to talk about at some point. But as far as just what it means right now, I think that I agree with what everyone else is saying. If Ohio State wins that title, there's not going to be a way for the committee to keep them out, given what they've done before. 
if previous years college football playoff committees had not valued conference championships and teams like Ohio State the same way that they had, you could argue that Oregon might be able to hold on with that head-to-head victory. But with the way that this committee has ruled in previous instances, it does not seem like that number four ranking is going to hold up. It seems like for now that getting into the top four, at least at this moment, is just kind of a formality for Oregon, kind of a nice little consolation for being able to beat one of the top four teams in the country. But we'll see what ends up happening as teams keep winning. So Michigan State at three, Ohio State at five. Then the next odd number, number seven, goes to Michigan. Michigan lost last weekend to Michigan State and was number six in the AP poll. So we'll talk to Isaiah Hole about this tomorrow, but it'll be interesting for him to say what he thinks about these initial rankings, because if I were Wolverines fan, I'd be feeling outstanding. You've got, obviously, the loss at Michigan State to worry about. But Michigan State still has to play Ohio State. You still have to play Ohio State. Win both those games, and this is a conversation again. Get to Indianapolis, win the Big Ten title. Then I think you're in the same boat as Ohio State. You're a one-loss Big Ten champion. And obviously, if you believe in any sort of committees wanting certain teams over anyone else, Michigan has that same prestige Ohio State has. So... As far as Michigan and Ohio State, I think they're both in the same boat. Ohio State obviously has more control over things, having not lost in the Big Ten yet. But as things stand right now, any three of those teams, I think if they win out, they have to be feeling pretty good about their chances. Even a Michigan team, just given that Michigan State and Ohio State still have to play each other yet. What's really tough, as we look at these rankings, is just the realization that In the last couple of weeks, we've talked about Big Ten teams getting two teams into this college football playoff. All those scenarios involved Iowa or whoever won the Big Ten West, and it's clear now that nobody out of that side of the Big Ten is going to this playoff. So if there's going to be a second bid for a Big Ten team to get in, it's going to have to come from a team that does not even make it to Indianapolis out of that Eastern Division. And maybe that helps, maybe not having that loss would be loss on the record helps eventually, but I, I don't know. I Again, the I think odds become really slim that we see two Big Ten teams come in. I think it's still there, but we were talking about like the same kind of chances that like the Georgia-Alabama duo has just to come into the college football playoff. That That's not there anymore. Outside of the Big Ten, we've talked about Oregon already. It's number four right now, but everyone's already saying that Ohio State's going to jump it if it wins out, so If you're the Ducks, you have to feel a bit cheated. But the cheated team, obviously, is the Cincinnati... uh, I wanted to say Bengals for a moment. Bearcats is the name of that team. I mean, to be undefeated, to be number two in the AP poll, and come in at number six in this college football playoff poll. I mean, you thought it... At least I thought. I don't know what everybody else thought. I thought that Cincinnati was going to be what Oregon was. Give them the number four ranking now, then some other Power 5 team is going to put together the resume for the committee to be able to vote them out at the end of the season. That's how it was, at least in my head, going to play out. But to to have those teams already above Cincinnati and Oregon and Ohio State, I, I mean, you can't feel like you have anything left, at least on a national stage, to play for if you're Cincy. At least not right now. Because you're at a point now where you were thinking like, hey, maybe we can get in, and then if other teams keep losing, like teams have been losing, then we'll definitely have a spot. At this point, you're thinking like, 
maybe, maybe if other teams start losing more, we can sneak in there. It just feels like the committee has stacked things against Cincinnati with these initial playoff rankings. Not only is Oregon and Ohio State already above Cincy, but undefeated Oklahoma and Michigan are right behind two. Undefeated Wake Forest, for that matter, is right behind them as well. It seems like the college football playoff committee, if I'm Cincinnati, I'm sitting there saying, man, these guys just put together a rankings list that was built to build an argument against our team when things come out at the end. Teams like Ohio State and Michigan, they got help from boosted rankings by teams like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. That's going to help boost their resume at the end. Wake Forest and Oklahoma are both still undefeated. If they stay undefeated, obviously, those two teams have a Power 5 conference championship over what Cincinnati would have. Michigan is the same team as Ohio State. We already went over that. If they win the Big Ten, they're getting in over Cincinnati too. Bearcats are out. And this isn't a Big Ten conversation anymore, I guess. I've turned the wheel a bit. But I guess to relate things back to our conference, this is great news for the Big Ten. It's another point toward what everyone had already been saying about how this all works. And that the powerful teams are going to get in no matter what. Could a two-loss Alabama team get in now? They're sitting at number two right now. I don't know. But, I, I mean, that's the stuff we're thinking about now. I don't know if it's, again, right or wrong or, or what should be happening with this playoff format. But I know that this is the way it is right now. And the way that it is right now, whether you like it or not, it benefits the Big Ten. And if you're listening to the show, it probably means it benefits your team too. So, yeah, it kind of puts a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth as well, seeing Cincinnati at 6. But I do see Ohio State at 5 and Michigan at 7 with a better situation than since he has too. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, it's not the best, but uh, I'll keep my mouth shut. We'll be back here on Locked On Big Ten to talk a little bit more outside of football. Going to switch over to the basketball court here as we wrap up a Wednesday show. Nate Dickinson here with Locked On. Today's show is brought to you in part by McDonald's. McDonald's has been serving your community since 1965. And this is more than just a place to get that great affordable food that you know and love. It's become a a bit of a community staple around America and a place for friends and family to go to reunite, just meet up, or, or really do anything to grab a bite to eat. McDonald's, it's your place to go to not only get some great food, but make some great memories too. Of course, head over to McDonald's right now to get the best prices on outstanding food right away at your car door or, of course, at your fingertips inside the McDonald's stores, too. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Today's episode of Locked On Big Ten is brought to you in part by Prize Picks. Now, Prize Picks, I know what you're thinking, just another fantasy sports site out there. And this is fantasy sports, but it is not just like anything else that you've seen before. I promise you that. Prize Picks works different. First off, if you're a college sports fan, they've got more opportunities to play fantasy with college athletes than anywhere out there. What you do is you go over to Prize Picks, you pick a group of players or teams or anything that you like, and you end up putting them in a fantasy lineup with over and unders on props with their results. What you do is you end up getting that all together, and then once you're done, if everything that you say is going to happen happens, you cash out big. 
multiply your money by five, 10 times even more. If you want to learn more about how it works, go to prizepicks.com. And I'm telling you guys, this is not just another fantasy sports option. This is something different. They're not doing it the same way everybody else is. So if you're itching for something new, I urge you, try out prize picks. Go over to prizepicks.com right now. Nate Dixonson back here on Locked On at Big Ten. We're going to wrap up the show here in just a moment. But first, I want to talk a little bit about a story that's going on here with the Illinois basketball team. As Kofi Cokeburn's been suspended for the first three games of the Illini season, and I'll find exactly who those are against to start the year. It's, it's nobody especially eye-opening. But Cokeburn gets suspended for what was a violation of now, I believe, as it stands, former NIL uh, rules. The way I, I, I know it was is there was selling of Illinois apparel that happened in June that would have been legal if it happened in July with Cokeburn. But it, since it happened in June, the, the NCAA now is suspending him for three games into this season. And it's against teams, I believe, uh, Arkansas State's one of them. There's another state team. It's a bunch of warm-up games for Illinois. So it shouldn't really affect things as far as the college football season goes. And because of that, I feel like it's kind of getting a little bit pushed under the rug, but not that it's that big of a deal. I don't want to make a big deal out of nothing either. But it's just, Illinois head coach Brad Underwood said he was disappointed in the ruling. It doesn't seem like Kofi Coburn seemed like he knew he was doing anything wrong. He, again, was selling things in June when it would have been legal in July, and now here in November, we're going back and punishing the guy for it. I just want to ask the question, why? Why are we still doing this? Why are we still not asking questions like why when stuff like this is happening? Well, you, you could easily just say, all right, well, it's against the rules. It was against the rules then. He did it. He's getting punished for it. It's that simple. And you're right. You're right. In that, I guess, box that you look at it in, it is that simple. The kind of theme of the past few years here has been, uh, why is it that we're keeping things in this box? Why is it that this institution, the NCAA, gets to decide everything about not only what these schools can do, but what these players can do just with their livelihoods, not only what they can do while they're working with a school or the organization. I mean, we're talking about like the food these kids are allowed to eat at one point. Of course, that stuff's getting a little bit more lax now. But every time something like this happens, I have to just think and wonder, how far forward have we really gone? Because it seems like with the big stuff, we take note now. The NCAA is able to be kind of checked in a way that it hadn't before, and it's starting to realize that. But I think that also means that in turn, when it has the chances to grab at little bits of power like this, little pointless things like suspending Kofi Copern three games for selling something in June instead of July, that that is something the NCAA is now going to leap on at any chance it can. Any power it can still hold on to, it will grab because it can feel it starting to slip away. I don't know. Again, we have plenty of time to talk about the NCAA, but I'm just looking at this suspension and seeing everyone saying, oh, well, it's against three teams that won't really matter, so it's not going to be a big deal. He'll be back and no one will remember. You're right. You're all. That's all right. That's all true. But that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, hurt Kofi Coburn right now. That doesn't mean it won't hurt his progression at the start of the season, maybe hurt his draft stock. I mean, anything could happen. And the question is just for me, why? Why did it happen? Why did we have to punish this kid 
for selling something that he, he should have been able to sell in the first place, in my opinion, in many people's opinion, in enough people's opinion to change the mind of the NCAA. And now he's getting punished for it anyway. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the right thing to me, and it doesn't seem like enough people are talking about it. But again, we'll have more time to talk about any sort of stuff like that that happens when bigger things do happen. And again, maybe that's just me too ending the conversation, telling you. Well, we'll get to it again at a later date. we got football to talk about now. But unfortunately, that is the way that the cookie crumbles here on Locked On Big Ten. Show's got to end. And tomorrow, we'll have Isaiah Hole on to, well, talk more football. Michigan lost to Michigan State last week. We'll talk to him about that, about the college football playoff rankings, everything he has going on in his head as Michigan, now number seven, and with a loss, goes into another week of Big Ten play. We'll talk about it all here with Isaiah tomorrow here on the show. You've been listening in to Locked On at Big Ten. I'll be back in just a minute to wrap things up. Today's show is brought to you in part by only the finest of folks over at Built Bar. Built Bar has all of your protein needs, whether it be in bar form, powder form, the gel form too, right, yeah, built boost, built go, stuff like that. I forget everything that they have over at the site, but really any sort of protein that you need to get throughout your workday, your workout, or anything else, Built Bar has it for you. If you head on over to BuiltBar.com right now, you'll be able to see all sorts of new flavors that they're churning out all the time, every few days. They've been doing it throughout the month of October, and of course, they'll be um, sure having some new flavors out for the holiday season too. So head on over to BuiltBar.com right now. Use our promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order, and again, let them know that Locked On sent you. BetOnline.ag is the place to go for all of your sports betting needs online. They've got a brand new site up. It looks better than it did before, and it has better bets for you to place than it ever has before. A new look, a new way for you to bet out there. They're putting new props and lines up there all the time, and they've got special new ways for you to bet on the site for the football season. They really geared things up for the gridiron this fall. So take advantage, head on over to BetOnline.ag. And be sure to, as always, use our promo code Locked On to get that bonus on your first deposit. Again, it's Locked On at BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Back here on Locked On Big Ten, closing things up for the day. Again, Isaiah Holes in tomorrow. A reminder. Once you're done here with your Locked On Big Ten listening, be sure to make your second listen of the day any of your Locked On Big Ten podcasts here on the network. Whatever team you're a fan of, you can get everything that you need over at your specific team's show. Asher Lowe here with Locked On Badgers, usually with me here on Wednesdays. He was off today. He'll be back next week. If you like Wisconsin, go follow the show. He's with Ben Kenny, doing really good stuff every weekday like we do here. I'll be back again tomorrow here with Isaiah Hole breaking down Michigan, breaking down college football playoff polls, and anything else that happens until then. Nate Dickinson here with Locked On.